0: Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Good
1: morning. Hi. Hi. Morning. Good morning. Well, we don't know what time it is when people are listening, but it's morning for us. It's actually close to
0: afternoon, but you know, it's a Saturday. Yeah. So anything before noon is morning. <laughs> well, yes.
1: Well, 11,
0: 1130 to me is like, it's not really morning.
1: Okay. Late okay. morning. Uh, Mid morning. <laughs> Brunch. Technicalities. <laughs>
0: Um, one thing that I looked up cause I didn't, I wasn't in the know of when the date was, but, um, Daylight Savings is coming up. Yes. March 12th or, or 13th, whatever that Sunday is. The 13th. That's that in two weeks.
1: Very exciting. Yes. That is right before my big conference. So I'll have a little extra daylight for That's that. That's the day before I start my new job. Wow. Yeah. So do wait? Do we lose an hour? Oh, that is a bummer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited for more daylight, but I yeah. I, don't I think I think we I fall don't. back, spring forward. Yeah, we yeah. lose an hour. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe one of these days <laughs> we won't even have to talk about it anymore. It'll just be spring forward forever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be lovely. <laughs> Um, in the meantime, I think you went first last time. So tell me about your book. Well, I'm not telling you about a book today. Okay. (laughs) I'm telling you about an author and like a whole universe. Is that cool? Yeah. I'm intrigued. (laughs) Tell me more. Have you ever heard of Penny Reed? No, I have not. Okay. So I first heard about Penny Reed, um, and her Winston Brothers series. Okay. And it has, like, this... The The covers are intriguing. They're, like... Um, they look like cross-stitch. But it's dudes with beards. Like, they all have beards. And it, so, it's really... It's kind of funny, like, um, <clears throat> covers. But I read the first Winston Brothers book. And the... Audiobook narrator, um, they live in Tennessee, so Mm. the narrators had like these thick accents and they were fake accents and it drove me nuts. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but then I was searching through Audible just to look for something to listen to and I came across her Knitting in the City series, which is included with your Audible subscription if you have one, like Ah, you can listen for free. Okay quote unquote for free. You're still paying for <laughs> the subscription. <laughs> right. But um and so I was like, well let me just check this out and immediately fell in love with it. So she has a bunch of different series. I'm gonna tell you about the Knitting in the City series, but she has the Winston Brothers, the Hypothesis series, Solving for Pi, Dear Professor, Good Folk, Three Kings and the Ideal Man series. She oh, has wow, a lot. She's a lot. very prolific. She's put out. I, I tried to count. I think it's twenty six books since twenty thirteen, plus some novellas and short stories. And yeah, it's a lot. So she's rocking and rolling. She is rocking and rolling. And she calls these smart romance series, and they are smart and funny and witty and just really, really, like. Really entertaining but really I mean, they are smart. It's not like it's not cheese. It's, it's not, not cheesy. cheese, no. It's really good. Okay. So and the other thing I wanna say about her series is each character in the you would think writing that many characters mm-hmm. that they would start to blend in together or share similar traits or whatever, they're all individually like distinct characters. Like that's really hard to do. Yeah. And but she does it really well. Like, I like know... they're memorable. Yeah, I know these people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, the Knitting in the City series takes place in Chicago, and it's a group of seven friends who have a knitting club together. <laughs> and so, they get together, and they each have their own little romance. So, the first one is Neanderthal Seeks Human. It's between Janie and Quinn. The titles are funny. Like, they're all really cute. So, um... It's between Janie and Quinn. She has lost her boyfriend, her apartment, and her job all in the same day. She's like, What am I going to do? And then this guy, Quinn, who she calls like Cermic Hot Pants or something, <laughs> I think he was like a security guy in her apartment building or work building. I can't remember exactly, but he like keeps showing up to rescue her. And, you know, they end up um, with a romance and he's got this security firm like big time security firm then the next one is friends without benefits which is between elizabeth who's a nurse and nico who is like a childhood friend of hers but he's also um a comedy central star
0: <laughs> how random
1: and so i mean
0: interesting though yeah it's different
1: right and so nico ends up um being like an honorary part of the knitting club and they call him Nicoletta so that he can (laughs) join the club and he crochets instead of knitting (laughs) um and then in friends without benefits there's a nope I just told you about that one in (laughs) love hacked there's Sandra who is a therapist and her love interest is Alex and he is um a cryptocurrency hacker (laughs) There's all these like really interesting, I don't know, like jobs and, you know, things like that. So Beauty and the Mustache is <laughs> this and the Mustache. This is the book that's connected to the Winston Brothers series. So there's the Winston Brothers, there's six of them. And then there's Ashley, who's their sister, their one sister. And so Ashley Winston is this is her love story in Beauty and the Mustache. And her mom is very sick. And so she goes back to Tennessee to you know help out with her mom and she reconnects with her brothers who were very difficult to grow up with and then she falls in love with drew who's like one of her brother's um boss and he's a Mm. he's a park ranger (laughs) um then there is happily ever ninja which was one of my favorites it's It's between a a married couple. Like, they're already married. They already have kids. Okay. So it's just about this story. Um, Basically, Fiona is a stay-at-home mom, I think. Maybe she has a job. I can't really remember. But Greg is, like, an international spy. And he gets himself into a situation. And um, she has to go rescue him. (laughs) So that sounds really interesting. That's one I actually want to read. So, um, the next one, dating ish, is between Marie, who's a reporter, and she has been having like a ton of really terrible dates, and she goes on a blind date with this guy, and, um, It's really, really awful. Like, she's like, I've never had such a terrible blind date before. Like, she gets up and walks out in the middle of it. She's like, I'm not doing this. And then she goes to her knitting club and in walks her blind date. And it is a friend of Fiona and Greg's from Happily Ever Ninja. (laughs) And yeah, so that one was funny and entertaining. And she does some crazy stuff like for her reporting. Like she finds professional cuddlers and oh. go, like she goes like yeah, does yeah, interesting yeah. Okay. things. Yeah. Um and then the last one, which I also really, really enjoyed was Marriage of Inconvenience. And it's between Kat who is like an heiress to a big pharmaceutical company but she has some drama with her cousin so she she doesn't like live like an heiress she lives like just a regular person and nobody would know that her family was crazy rich and she gets involved with Dan the security man (laughs) who works (laughs) for Quinn's company it's Quinn's business partner Quinn was like in the first book yeah and um She needs to get married very fast because of the family drama stuff. And Dan, the security man, agrees to marry her. And it's like they're just so fun. So that is a lot
0: of really interesting, different um, occupations in one knitting club.
1: Yes, I agree with you. Maybe not so realistic, but enjoyable for reading. (laughs) international spy (laughs) but they all heiress to a fortune (laughs) we all love to knit (laughs) but the thing that I love the most about the series like I love the characters I love the romances I love the stories but the thing that really hit home for me was their friendships like they are all there for each other when they need anything you know, like...
0: I have a question that's burning.
1: Okay. Ask away.
0: Does anyone in the knitting group know that her husband is an international spy? Do they find out?
1: Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Okay. <laughs> You'll have to read Happily Ever Ninja. Okay. Okay. To All find right. out. That's a pretty big secret to keep from your knitting friends. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, and so... um, I started with knitting, in... well, I started with Winston Brothers, and then moved to Knitting in the City. I have since moved back to Winston Brothers. I'm going through those books. I am getting over the fake accents. What city are the Knitting in the City? Chicago. Okay, yeah. Um. Although Dan, the security man, is from Boston, and the narrator like does a Boston accent, and at first I was like, "Oh no!" But I kind of just like got used to it. And yeah. It's okay. Um. And so like the Solving for Pi series is like a mystery series between one of the Winston brothers and his love interest. I'm really excited for those because, you know, me and mysteries. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and I like I just want to read them all. But in addition to this, there's more. (laughs) I'm telling you so much, but there's more. Penny Reed has invited other authors to write in her universe. Okay, what does that
0: look like? So they basically write their own novels, but they use her characters?
1: They don't necessarily use like her characters. They have their own characters, but they're set in the same world. So they might be a friend of uh, they might one of these people them. or a sibling or a whatever. Huh. Is that common? Not that I know of, but she like put out an open call and then people like send in submissions. and She now- has to approve it. I yeah, I'm assuming she approves them all, but like if you go to smartypantsromance.com, you'll see like all of the books that are a part of her universe. That's really cool, isn't it? I just found out about that part but of then,
0: it. But then but then she'll have to make sure that if that her characters have anything happen, then if she writes another book and they're included, they have to have that somewhat if it if it changes anything.
1: Yeah, I would assume that the outside authors would write, like, after her series has taken place, like... Oh, like, it's completely wrapped up? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read any of them, and I just learned about this the other day. Addie told that's me about really it. a really interesting concept, like, I wouldn't even, that hasn't, wouldn't even dawn on me, like, to... Yeah. That's neat. It's really, really cool, and I'm, like, ready to be a Penny read and universe completist. <laughs> it's so many books, but this is all that I've been able to read lately. Like I try other things and I'm like I can't get into this and so I go to the next penny read book. That's kind of nice to have though. Yeah, it is. I'm just scared that I'm going to finish them all and then not not have that <laughs> fallback. Um but that no, that'll be a very long but time. But then you have all the other authors, all the fall whole back. other universe. Yeah. And some of some of the books in the universe are possibly books that you've heard of before. Like I had seen one or two of oh, them and really? I was like I didn't, I didn't know this was part of the universe. So, yeah. That's really it is really cool. Yeah. So that was a lot to throw at you and I'm sorry, but um I find it really cool and exciting and I just love these books. Like she just does such a good job writing them. Exciting. Yeah. Sorry. That's that all wasn't you can the say. the right thing to say. My <laughs>
0: mind just blinked for a minute.
1: Well, it's exciting to know that if you're interested <clears throat> in this, you have a lot to look forward to.
0: Yeah, there's a lot there. Um a lot of different series it sounds like too just like not the same type of romance it's a bunch of different options yeah that's really cool yep well that might be my fallback whenever I can't find anything that I want to read
1: yeah yes Mm -hmm. yay I thought that would excite you (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, tell me about your book okay so
0: I think I've told you about this before I don't know if you've ever actually read it or um because it's also a show that I was like, you have to watch it. Oh, I know what you're gonna say, and I haven't read or watched Normal People.
1: Yeah, I haven't. by Sally
0: Rooney. Yeah. Um. So I f- actually watched the series before the book, and loved it. And then I read the book, and it was spot on. Okay. With the series, which I always really like, because it is annoying to me when the the book, when the movie or show doesn't depict the book i'm like well what's the point i mean i understand that people have creative you know and they change things up but um it was very spot on which i liked just because i really liked the show and so i was like oh i hope the book is better and they were pretty comparable cool yeah
1: i like it when that happens (laughs) yeah
0: um i think this is maybe a hit or miss the book for some people like i haven't read like a hundred amazing reviews. Some people are like, ah, I don't know. It kind of dragged, but I really um, enjoyed it. It is set in Ireland and um, the main characters are Connell and Marianne and um, it starts in high school. So Connell is um, like a soccer jock, kind of has a lot of friends, really popular. But they don't call
1: it soccer in Ireland.
0: Sorry. Football. 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 My bad. <laughs> um. And she is kind of a loner, doesn't really have a lot of friends. She's really smart, but just really uncomfortable in her own skin. And he's really uncomfortable in his own skin. So he's kind of, even though he has a lot of friends, he's really shy. And he comes from a um, single, his mom is a single mother. And they are more close in age than, you know, like she got pregnant young. And so they have a really Interesting relationship. They're close friends as well as being mother and son.
1: Like Laura. Oh, I was going to say like Lorelai and Rory, but wait, that was, you're talking about mother son. But, mother. but, but it's similar. similar yeah, yeah.
0: Similar concept. And, um, they're just really real with each other, you know? So they don't have, they don't have like a lot of means. Like they live in an apartment and, you know, it's just kind of like the two of them. And she is the housekeeper. At Marianne's house. Gotcha. So he pretty much ignores her at school. Like she's, like no one really talks to her. She doesn't have close friendships. She's very private. Um, her mom is a little odd, like just really cold. She has an older brother who her mom idolizes a bit. And he seems to have some um, anger issues. And he's just not the nicest guy. Um, so she's kind of like, in herself you know like into herself she kind of stays there and he comes to pick up his mom one day from cleaning Marianne's house and she's there and they start talking and they spark this connection but because he is so concerned about his image to his friends and she's a nobody and he They start having a relationship, but nobody knows about it. Got it. And she's fine with that because she's very private and doesn't want people to know her business. So she's okay with this thing that they have going on where no one knows anything, but they have this relationship. Um, So it kind of spans decades. Like they go to college and it flip flops. So Marianne. Goes to college and kind of finds her niche and she finds a bunch of friends where she feels like she fits and she has more confidence in herself and people know who she is. And he then goes to the same college as her because he gets a scholarship and um, he just, you know, he like left high school and he had this group of friends that he had grown up with that he felt comfortable with and he can't make new friends because he's like super shy really uncomfortable. So
1: the roles have reversed. Yeah.
0: So he's now the loner.
1: Are they still together?
0: No. Okay. No. So it was more fling than ever really together in in high school. Um so they, you know, go to college, they don't see each other for a while, and then when they meet each other, they see each other at a party and um things start to they like become friends again, but then things always go back to them in this relationship and they really depend on one another because they both have similar insecurities, Um, but something always tears them apart, and they have other relationships throughout the whole book, and um, he suffers with a lot of, like he has like massive anxiety attacks, Mm. and she has like a self-destructive streak. and it's kind of them figuring out if they should, like, save each other or not or kind of go their own way and going back and forth over all of these years with each other. Um, so it touches on, like, classes, like, classes of people, first love, family ties, um, anxiety.
1: Yeah, it sounds, like, <coughs> kind of intense. Like It's very, very
0: intense. Okay, It's really, really intense. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not, like rosy and yeah yeah. but I will say the actors who played Marianne and Connell are just so wonderful um so Marianne was played by Daisy Edgar Jones and Connell is played by Paul Mescal and they're just their chemistry I think it made it better the book better for me so when people made comments about the book like I don't know it kind of dragged it was I'm not sure that I liked it um they made those characters come to life. So that when I read it, that's all I pictured was right. them. And their connection was so electric. But then, I don't I don't know, it was just – I just really enjoyed it. And it seemed more realistic than a regular romance. Like, I could see those things happening in a high school. Right. And their relationship and – like, just all of it. Like, college and how, you know, you blossom or you don't. And it just – um, it felt very true to people's, to, you know, not necessarily my experience, but people's experience. Like right. it seemed, it felt real. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just really, really love this book and, so, and I've told multiple people, you know, to read it and to, to watch the show.
1: I was going to ask, do you recommend that I watch the show or read the book first?
0: I would watch the show just cause that's what I did and I enjoyed it so much. Um, and it also allows you like all the scenery cause like there's one point where they, um, take, They go to Italy for a vacation and I don't know, just all all the imagery and it's, you know, they're in Ireland, so it's slightly dreary and like the um, filming is that type of look. But then when they go to Italy, everything is bright and she has a tan and it's just just, like really interesting to see all of that. And when you read it, all those colors and the way they filmed everything, I don't know, it kind of, it It, made for a different experience. It enhanced your reading experience. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Well I'll watch first. Yeah. I um I've been looking for a new show to watch. I've been watching um The Gilded Age on HBO. Yeah. It's good. I, it's good? Okay. Yeah. It looked good. I mean, it's Julian Fellows who did Downton Abbey, so I, maybe you <laughs>
0: won't love it. It's not that I didn't love Downton. I just I think I started too late and then I didn't want to catch up and Yeah.
1: No, I get that. But, yeah, it's really entertaining and just so fun to see that time period and just the insanity of, like, the extravagance and all that kind of stuff. I Mm -hmm. love it. I love that kind of stuff. And they filmed um, parts of it in the um, Vanderbilt's Newport Mansion, which I just visited last year. So it was really cool for me to, like, be able to see that and be like, ah! I know that. I was there. (laughs) Is that the one that you told me that um, the bed was in the closet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's funny because in in the show at one point, I mean, they talk a lot about like changing clothes and, you know, we've got to change for dinner and we've got to do this and we've got to do that. But she's like, well, I'm going to go up and change for, you know, whatever. And it's just this completely mundane thing that's like, why are you changing clothes for this? And so that's what they did. Yeah. They changed like seven times a day. When much else to do, I guess. Uh, I guess not. But it's really it's really entertaining. Yeah. So um, I, I prefer to binge shows. Mm-hmm. I binged, I think, the first four episodes. And now I'm like, I watched the fifth episode last night. And now I'm caught up. So I'm having to wait week to week. And that's so hard.
0: <laughs> well, this series is all out. Like H- HBO puts them That's out. That's true. Okay. Just binge
1: so it. I'll binge that yeah. one while I'm waiting for more yeah. Gilded Age episodes. Oh,
0: and um, for reference, I still have not read this book because I started it and I told you I couldn't get into it. But Daisy Edgar Jones is the main character in the new adaptation of Where the Crawdads Sings.
1: Right. And I thought that was Where the Crawdads Sing. And I thought Sing. that was yeah. um funny because... Reese Witherspoon got the rights to both Where the Crawdads Sing and uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. And Daisy Jones is playing uh, The Girl on Where the Crawdads Sing. (laughs) Right. Daisy
0: Jones... Yes, correct. Oh, Daisy
1: Edgar Jones, but yeah, I'm shortening right. it to Daisy yeah. Jones. No, because I know. Daisy yeah. Jones on the six. yeah, I don't think
0: that Daisy Edgar Jones is even a character no. in the other show. But when I heard it, I you know obviously I think of um, Daisy Jones and the Six, which is fantastic, and I can't wait for that to come out. I think that comes out on Prime.
1: Does it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty. Sure I it's hadn't Prime. heard anything about it recently, I so, so I was like, is either.
0: it is it actually still? I happening? hope it's not dead. Um, I know that um, what's what's the actress's name? Um, that's Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Riley Keough. Riley, Keog. Riley Keog. I have no idea. She's in a, a few things. She is. She was cast as Daisy. As Jones. Daisy. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that because yeah. it's such
1: a fantastic. I book. just want to hear the music. That's a, literally. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear the yeah. music. Yeah. 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 Yes.
0: Because you could like in in my when I was reading it, I just kept being like, I want to hear it. Like, I want to hear the song. Um, but it, it's going to be pretty... It's a really cool book to turn
1: into a series.
0: Yeah. But um, anyways. It's going to be good.
1: If, it, if it's happening. If it's happening. Tell me what kind of tea we're drinking.
0: We are drinking No By Heart by August Uncommon Tea. Um, this is a white tea with orange blossom, almond, and honey. Tastes like sweet almond sugar cookie orange blossom feels like honeyed guitar chords sorry what <laughs> feels like honeyed guitar chords no i
1: heard you
0: <laughs> ingredients chinese pei mutan white tea bulgarian rose hip seed organic carob organic Marley malt, Turkish apple, honey, and natural flavorings.
1: Um it's not my favorite.
0: I like it. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, you
1: can take that home with you. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I like it. I don't I don't know that I um get honeyed guitar chords <laughs> um <laughs> or
1: sugar cookie vibes. Yeah, I don't get sugar cookie. It's, I mean, it's It's not bad. It's, I just don't love it.
0: I think it's really smooth. It's not super bold. I smell the almond more than I taste it. I don't know what I taste. I know, it's hard to, it's, I just think it's drinkable and I
1: like the way that it tastes. <laughs> this tea is just so drinkable. You know what I mean? This is really drinkable. And there's like a slight nutty, Yeah, I do get nutty. Yeah, that I I actually really like. But it kind of just like sits on the back of my tongue. That's what I don't like about it. That's what I like about it. it. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) So
0: try it or don't try it. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll think it feels like honeyed guitar chords. I don't even know what to do with that. I don't know what that means. Like I mean, like, really, really beautiful music, like guitar- like honey. D- I don't know. I don't I get
1: guess. it. Teddy, <sighs> Teddy, calm down. <sighs> he wants to get down, but if I put him down, he's going to start barking. Mm. Um, He looks so cute with the little thing over his ear, the little cord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Jamie. What is keeping you sane?
1: <laughs> well... You know, next week is Mardi Gras, and we get Mardi Gras day off. So I am leaning into that day off and turning it into several days off, and I'm going to the beach with my family. So
0: nice. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Much needed.
1: Yeah. I'll probably have to work while I'm there, but you know what? I'll be working at the beach. Exactly. Everything's better at the beach,
0: unless you don't like the beach, and (laughs) then... But who? D- what sociopath doesn't? Just joking.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't like the beach itself. Like, I don't like the sand and the. I'm
0: not a huge sand person, but I love everything about the beach.
1: But I like to just go and except the sand, nap and read yeah. books and. Yeah, it's
0: so tranquil and relaxing. Yeah.
1: What's keeping you sane?
0: Um so we started about a week ago putting lucia on a schedule oh good because she was very fussy and not sleeping at night and my aunt my nanny um was like we can do this she can do this i know she can and um we've been reading the mom on call books and she was like, can I take it and read it? She like marked all up on the sides. Like she has all these tabs everywhere. Oh and she's gosh. like, as much as you read, you, this is, she said, we did not have a manual when we had children. She goes, this is the manual. Oh, so wow. for anyone out there <laughs> who is about to have a kid or who has a kid and doesn't know, feel like they don't know what they're doing, mom's on call. I was told about it and I didn't get it initially. And I just ordered them on Amazon um, when we were at our wit's end. And... It, the schedule for her age, it is working. Oh, good. Yes, it's working. So thank you, Nanny, for reading the book and getting her on the schedule. She stayed at my house two nights this week, all day. She came in the morning for the first feed, stayed all day so that we could do get her on the schedule and I could see how oh everything was gosh. done so she could help me. And she stayed over and she's like, I don't sleep that well at night anyway. I usually sleep in the morning. She's retired and she's a retired, um, she was- school teacher forever and then of young kids like kindergarten and then she was um an assistant principal before she retired and she retired probably 10 years ago um and so she is just wonderful with lucia and she loves her so much and so she's like i know that my girl can do this and she's done really well she's been a little sick we had to take her to the doctor so she slept seven hours the first night that nanny came and then um then she started to feel worse and she was stuffy. So she only slept like four and a half hours the next night. Last night she slept five, but that's then you feed her and then she sleeps for like another three. Yeah. Every night. So way more sleep than what we've previously gotten. Um, and she's so much happier.
1: Good. She's just
0: more smiley and happy and well rested. And it's just overall really helped. Um, everything so that's that awesome. is what is literally keeping me sane that's told, teddy in the I background i told you he's okay. gonna start barking
1: teddy <laughs> talk to me <laughs> he's talking <laughs> okay well let's go get teddy and call it a, call it a day all right okay talk to you soon <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks for listening be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today You can find that in your podcast app or on
1: our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers!